Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, 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 what is happening on this fine, thirsty Thursday? Caleb. I'm thirsty. Uh, feeling a lot better than last week, uh, by the way. Just glad to be here. Glad to get drinking. boy. Yeah, glad you still have your intestines. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we, the, some of the text messages the day after were just hilarious, especially every uh, toxin leaving your body, buddy. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm really excited. We got a fun episode for you guys here. Uh, in a few minutes, we're going to be joined by Oliver Numo, Nouveau, sorry, Director of Operations with United Cigars. It's going to be a fun one. We've been trying to get him on for a while now, and we're just getting ready to do it big. I'm excited for this one, Jay. Did you just drop a fucking crackhead fill? <laughs> yeah. Doing it big out here on Bailey and Broadway. Dude, that is like, that's a legendary fuck up. Not a fuck up. That's a baiting. You're just embracing it, huh? Yeah. We're just embracing uh, crackheads and what they do. All right. Well, listen, so we're not going to get right into the cigar because obviously we're going to have Oliver on to explain this a little bit. Um, Caleb, what are we drinking today, bud? All right, guys. We have a new one today. One we haven't done on the show. We have Castle and Key Small Batch, and this is the Weeded uh, 2022 edition. So this is aged five years, uh, 98 proof on it. Uh, this is actually out of the old Taylor Distillery in Kentucky. So, And that was first erected in uh 1887 this is the castle that you see on the kentucky bourbon trail jerry was actually there right jerry i did have the opportunity to go it is really really cool um dude when you get there and you see how big this castle is it's like it literally looks like a castle so like you're getting there it's kind of in the middle of nowhere on this like uh i think i want to say it's the old uh e.h taylor yeah old taylor distillery okay yeah exactly. old taylor uh like Dude, I got a couple pictures of it, man. I yeah, mean, I it, it is those. very, very wild. Um, but yeah, really, really cool stuff. Oh, I can hey, get into. We we got our uh, boy here. Yo, are you guys? Are you guys going landscape or what's that? Whatever you want to <laughs> yeah. do, brother. Whatever yeah, however, however you want to do it, we'll make it work. That we'll... works. What's going on? Living the dream, man. Hustling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to get ready for for PCA. Exciting times. No, no, no travel. Yeah, no travel this month. Oh, you're just taking off, huh? Nice, man. Well, just uh, you know, working in the office, trying to catch up. I traveled all last month, so it's just a little bit of little bit of catch up. We're actually lighting up right now. Yeah, we went with the natural. All right, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, look at that, man. That hey, worked out. Great minds think alike. Go. I've never actually smoked this. I've smoked the Maduro, so. so. All right, so I'm curious. Yeah, curious to see what you guys think. Well, since we've got the man himself, Oliver, from United. Oliver, why don't you give us a breakdown of the United Natural? So the United Natural, so to, to back it up just a, a little bit, we we had the United Box Breast, and that's how it first came out. Uh, had some difficulty getting some tobacco that, that we used in there, the Brazilian Matafina. So we wanted to switch it up and, um, you know, went down to the factory a couple times, 
and change the the blend on the box press. But then during that time, we also came out with that Aladino cigar bar, the box pressed Aladino. And then we were doing, you know, working on the next one, which was the Rocky Patel silver bar. So during that time, I was like, yeah, let's try it out in the, in the round. And I just kind of lean more towards the round, just for a mouthfeel and just how, you know, what, what I gravitate towards. And, um, and it just, I felt like it was smoking better. And, um, and then ended up with uh, United in the round. So this one, the natural has an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. Um, we're using Sumatra uh, binder. And then there was one, one particular tobacco that I smoked that I thought was really, you know, rich and hearty, ugly as hell, but just, you know, just a lot of flavor was the Dominican broadleaf. So we started, you know, playing around with that. And then some, uh, the sweet tobacco from uh, the Kiskeya region of the Dominican. So, you know, just different, different Dominican tobaccos in the filler. And um, I felt like the, you know, to me, the natural has a, has a little bit of like, it's a woody spice. It's not a, a peppery, you know, there's, there's no pepperiness. There's nothing overpowering. I think the, the retro hail is nice and smooth. That, that Kiskeya gives it like the sweetness and the broadleaf gives it some depth. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the balance. I thought this was the, the one to go with. So that's the, that's the new United in the round. That's awesome, man. Yeah, we just got to light up here. I love the spice of a Habano, so I'm excited for this it. This thing's definitely got a lot of pepper on the first couple of hits. Silky smooth, though. Yeah. Very smooth. Silky uh, smooth. It is yeah. silky smooth on the first couple of puffs. And I'm a fan of Toro's, you know, very, very easy smoke here. I mean. Yeah. So United's been putting out some pretty crazy cigars, man. You know, with the Alfonso, the Red Anchor. You know, you got that new Atabe, the 10-year coming out. What is that, the Diodos? The 10-year. Yeah, the diosis. Our diosis. Sorry, yeah. I got I got no spice, <laughs> yeah. man. I'm as white as they come. <laughs> That's what yeah. we got Gio on the show for. Yeah, I, I know, right? I only, I only learned my Spanish from the taco truck, so. Hey. <laughs> it's all right. Gio's the spice yeah. for the show, yeah. man. You know, don't worry. Somehow we're going to yeah. find a way to get some Puerto Rican tobacco in a cigar one day. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, we got some good, good stuff coming out. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely excited for that. Like we see, you know, we keep up with you guys. Like obviously, you know, you guys have the firecracker line, which is just honestly one of my favorite things you guys do just because it's so many of these, you know, fantastic blends. And I love that the partnership in the industry. So do you mind telling us a little bit how the firecracker line came about and, you know, getting into that? Because I'm a big fan. I have a ton of them. I plan on buying a box of those pledges when they get here. Yeah, those you know, foundation <laughs> ones last year were good too. The wise man, those yeah. are awesome. Yeah, that was yeah, a good cigar. Man. That's a great golf that cigar. Ban- yeah, that bandolero yeah. was a phenomenal firecracker too. Yep, that just that had the extra age on it and and everything. But uh, but yeah, fire. So firecracker kind of came to be a brainchild of uh, David Garofalo, who um, you know thirty five. 35 plus years in the, in the retail business, but, um, you know, created it back in, in 2006. Um, you know, with, with a, it was funny, a little bit of pushback, uh, from, you know, even the factory, uh, they didn't want to, they didn't want to do it. And, uh, he ended up convincing the factory to, to do it. It was actually with, with Pepina first. And, um, you know, Pepina had come out, they had, they had done an event together um dave asked him to, to roll it with this little extra tobacco at the end rolled this you know this this wick and he's like no i want this firecracker because there there was a there was a time where this like you know this this trend of these chubby cigars short um 
you know, thick Robustos. And I remember we had, we had one, I worked, I was in Vegas for 14 years and worked for uh, a company out there. And we had a, we had a cigar that was uh, about a, I think a 50, 55, 56 ring gauge, 54 to 56 ring gauge, but it was a little shorty and we called it the commuter. So there was this trend. And I, I, I think Dave had these, um, these cigars, they were, they were called chubbies at the, at the time. And um, he, he wanted the the cigar to have this wick. He wanted it to be a firecracker. So ended up convincing him to to make the cigar with this extra tobacco at the end. And then they 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 sold through him that night because it was a rolling event. They went back to the factory. Dave started ordering uh, boxes of them. Uh, in two thousand and seven, it turned into uh, you know kind of a an exclusive for him. And then two thousand ten, I think he came out with his first uh, first collaboration. And, and then from there, it kind of, I think for two years in a row, they did, uh, he did a collaboration. And then in 2015, I think was, was kind of the first one where it started to just happen every year for the 4th of July. And at that point it was, uh, I think La Florida Dominicana was the first one. And then, uh, then went to Roma craft, uh, you know, it's been done with Fratello, uh, Christoph Perdomo was a fantastic, uh, firecracker blend so every fourth there's always this new firecracker that comes out but during the year there's always a united firecracker that's uh, available and then as a united firecracker retailer that's where you have access to these limited releases so as the you know the the firecracker kind of grew and then i came on in 2016 i introduced it to the united portfolio i wanted to work more with the manufacturers and then we started coming out with you know, different, uh, I guess different holidays, you know, different, um, you know, different reasons to come out with a, a, another firecracker. Um, so I expanded the line with the, with the black bomb, uh, that had been out before. And that's our Maduro firecracker. We're relaunching that at the show this year, uh, that'll come in boxes of 25. And, um, yeah, this year, I mean, for, for instance, this year we did the St. Patrick's day firecracker. Yeah. The all saints, all saints. All saints. Yeah. Then, we did yeah, that. On the street tacos. Yeah. We, yeah. Then, street, yeah tacos. The street taco the the elote so we worked with rojas on, on that and then uh and then you know at, towards the end of the year sometimes if a manufacturer likes the project if it works well for them and it's because it is a, it's even though it's a smaller vitola it's a you know it's a trickier cigar there's the extra um you, you know care that you have to put into it with you know with that wick at the end and you know for for both sides it's you know it's really it's made as a promotional uh really to get the both brands out um, out there into the into the market, bring some awareness to it, mm-hmm. and um, so it, if a manufacturer is able to do it again, then we'll do a second release and a third release. Uh, if if we go back to the Mikarita Firecracker with Saka, that we did the first year. The second year was a re-release in the fall that turned into the Tricky Tracker, and then the third year we did the Tricky Tracker again, and then it ended. But then he came out with a Tricky Tracker yeah, line, so it, it works Mikarita. for both. Yeah, yeah, it works for both sides. It's yeah. uh, you know, it's a fun. It's a fun collaboration. It's a great representation of the other company's line, and it's a great representation of the of the firecracker. So I got a question for you. Let's be honest. How do you really smoke your firecracker? Me, I cut it off. I rip the wick off because that thing I feel like just gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, I get rid of the wick. Yeah, yeah. like okay, because I, I feel like some guys try and smoke it with the wick on, and I'm like, that is just one yeah. uncomfortable. You're you're messing around with it the whole time. The thing's poking you yeah, in the lip. It doesn't sit right. It looks cool though. For me, for me, it doesn't sit. Yeah, look, it looks cool, especially when you start smoking it and, and you ash. I've, I've done it before. I've had the, you know, I've kept the wick on there, but, uh, but for the most part, I, I ripped that right off. Yeah. 
I mean, now to go back with the firecracker line here, I love what it does. Obviously, it's a big driver for brick and mortar. And with our industry essentially being under attack and what the lifeblood is brick and mortar, you know, hell, your brand started with, you know, two guys smoke shop over there in, you know, Massachusetts, and it just grew from there. So really appreciate what you guys do on that front and really just driving people to get into the stores. Yeah, and, and that's look. That's what we need as consumers. We need the we need the brick and mortars. Um, you know, the the online and the the catalogs are you know they're they're there, but we need to support the brick and mortar, and that's what United was founded on. Yeah. Um, you know, helping brick and mortars and working with brick and mortars and keeping, um, you know, their their margins right, not heavily discounting anything through the catalog. So we want to bring everything back to brick and mortar, and and we do that uh, not only with you know with our pricing, what we do with um, you know the retailers, but also keeping it interesting for both, you know, for all three sides, um, you know, with a firecracker collaboration, it's interesting for, for me and the, and the other factory because we're working on different, um, you know, the different projects. It's interesting for the retailer because it's something new coming into the shop. And then it's interesting for the the consumer because now there's something different on the shelf. Uh, they're familiar with the format, the brand, and, and they want to try something, um, you know, try something new. Yeah, definitely. And then like the other to touch on that as well, it's like, the other benefit is some of these brands aren't carried in every brick and mortar. So you get, you know, the EP Carrillo pledge firecracker that a store may not carry that suddenly it's, you know, might get the demand for that. And then it even helps, you know, grow it even more. So you're opening the eyes for a lot of customers too. So it's very, very important. And obviously, you know, people are very particular in terms of what they like to carry in their stores. So, we want to, you know, broaden everyone's horizons and expose it to everybody. I kind of want to touch on that a little bit, Gio. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you see the like the pledge, everybody knows that was the 2020 Cigar of the Year Cigar Aficionado. So, I mean, like, people see that blend and they're like, oh, man, what's this hype all about? What is this little size? Everybody likes different Vitolas. And like you said, it used to be called the commuter. I mean, that is the perfect cigar for running errands. You know, here to there, you could smoke it real fast. I mean, or you could slow it down. It really depends how you smoke. But I mean, I smoked one the other day. How long did it take me, Gio? Forty minutes. I mean, I got it yeah. done quick. Oh yeah, well, I we mean, saw yeah. us post it. We were smoking yeah, yeah, that at work. Yeah, I was smoking it at work. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't wait to smoke that thing. We've been talking about that for two months. So yeah, the minute I saw it, I sent it in the group chat. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> can't wait to smoke this thing uh, later on on the after her. That'll be an awesome yeah. little smoke." Yeah, we're actually gonna we're gonna yeah. be smoking that again later. So double oh, review nice. double review today yeah double yeah. review yeah you uh hey look you guys are one of the first awesome i yeah, I, yeah. I, hey. I was telling that to the guys i'm like dude i don't know anybody that has this cigar yet so i appreciate oh, that, that oliver yeah no, no, I got absolutely, a, absolutely i got a quick um, little question yeah, for you oliver yeah um for sure. some of our audience who doesn't know you or doesn't know about united do you want to give us a little like background on your story how you got started uh, your love for cigars and just how you broke in the industry yeah. So, so for, for me personally, I, um, so my, my father smoked cigars. I had uncles that, that smoked cigars and, and family. So it was kind of all, all around. Um, my background is, is French. So, um, mostly when we traveled overseas, it seemed like, you know, you have dinner and it's a you know large table, the family's getting together, um, you know, from, from all sides, I mean, cousins, everything. So you're talking about, you know, 20, 30 people, but then, it seemed like everybody was smoking during dinner, either the cigarettes or, or cigars or right after. So it was just kind of, you know, it was there, but I never gravitated towards cigarettes. Um, you know, and then and my, you know, my father, like I said, was a cigar smoker. So my first 
kind of experience. Well, my first experience was actually with with Chew. You know. Watching baseball, and <laughs> so uh, that's where I started. Like, that's okay. where I started my yeah. tobacco journey. I was yeah, my, uh, I was a big chewer, hockey player, yeah. always chewing tobacco. I never got into. Dip. I had a little scare. I got like a bump no. in my lip, and then next thing you know, I was like, "Oh, dude, fuck this, dude!" I I was Done. like, I was like twenty twenty six, and I was like, "Dude, I got cancer. I'm gonna die." And it's ever since then. Never Thank God, it. never touch it again. Yeah. Cold turkey. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what you need. I started with Red Man because you know in the pouches. Oh yeah, that dude, that's it. Ooh, that was, that was Red Man Stokers. So like that's a baseball. nasty shit. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> but I was fourteen. We wanted to be like the you know the big leaguers back then. They were. You know, I'm look. I'm I'm fifty now, which is which is crazy to even think. But um, you know back then they were. I mean they're spitting in the dugout. So kind of you know did that six. I think I was sixteen. I had my first cigar, and then. I just, I fell in love with it and I started researching it. I wanted to be a part of it. And, um, after I graduated uh, college, I worked in, I worked in, in Boston for about a year and then I moved out to Las Vegas and I was just doing, I was on the design, uh, side and graphic graphic side. So I was, um, I was just freelancing. Um, you know, you're moving from a, a studio apartment in the North end of Boston for, I don't know, my probably paying 1100 1200 to uh, vegas i have a three-bedroom house uh with two buddies for 900 bucks a month so we were you know living high on the hog and and enjoying life and i was just doing you know freelance stuff making making a living happy and uh and then i wanted a discount on cigars so i looked these guys up in the phone book started working for them that's how long ago it was i'm you know looking in the phone book and um and started working for uh, you know Fryboy Tobacco out there, and they're you know, the ones they started. Uh, they partnered up with Fuente and and uh, and Ashton to open up uh, Casa Fuente. So That's cool. you know we had Rum Bar, we had about twelve retail locations and and wholesale. So they had a you know they had a pretty good uh, operation out there. So I worked for them for fourteen years on the more on the operational side, and, um, you know manufacturing, wholesale, and then um, you know that kind of switched as we started getting more into the restaurant and, and club business. And that's where, that's where I got out, out of it. And, um, and then there were a couple of years where I was, I was just completely out of the cigar business. I was in hospitality and, and then that just wasn't for me. And I gravitated back towards, um, towards the cigar business in 2016, I linked up with United cigars and, um, there was, there was no one. It was, it was Dave, um, who, you know, as, as two guys and owns, owns United cigars, they go to the show once a year, and he's like, that's it. That's all, all we do. We don't, uh, you know, not a lot of uh, accounts. And uh, this is a portfolio. What do you think you can do with it? And, you know, guided me for the, for that first, uh, first year. And, and we still, you know, we still communicate, and, uh, you know, he's, he's hands on, but, um, you know, after that first year, it kind of gave me, gave me free reins to see what, uh, see what I could do with, you know, all sides of the, the business. So it's been, uh, it's been a, a tremendous trip. Um, it's humbling to, to kind of, you know, here, you know, even with, with sitting here with you guys for you guys to talk about, um, you know, the, the business and, um, you know, and, and the cigars and what you, what you like, um, give me, give me one sec. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey. Live guys show. always working, man. Live, live show. Well, That's what happens. G- give him one of them United. <laughs> All right. The guy's coming over to my car and I'm on the, he's like, can you shut out the lights? Got it. <laughs> so what do you at a drive-in um, movie theater <laughs> yeah i'm at i'm at i'm actually i'm at my kid's baseball game right now nice nice what's he play so uh uh he's at he's at third third base okay all right and uh cool. so it's he just graduated high school he'll be uh playing at uh franklin pierce in college next year 
And uh, this is so in Massachusetts, it's called the Cranberry Cranberry mm-hmm. League. Uh, then they got the Futures League, and uh, so he's he's eighteen. He's you know he's he's playing up. He's getting uh, you know he's he's getting his swings in. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a different different animal. Oh yeah, uh, going from high school the, to this. But, yeah, some uh, some of them boys are very talented. Oh, co- yeah, college ball. I was definitely scared to face the pitcher on my team who was throwing like ninety five gas. I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to hit against you. Good thing we're <laughs> on the same team. Yeah. Yeah, Caleb's strike zone's about like that big, so <laughs> yeah. you know he doesn't really have a big strike zone. He's like El Tuve, yeah. knuckleballer for sure. <laughs> I, I used to Knuckle, throw the knuckleball yeah. back in the day. There you go. Um, yeah, so so that's yeah, that's kind of a United story, and then uh, yeah, from like I said, from 2016, kind of you know re- reworked a, a lot of the packaging. Um, yeah, I, I oversee the operation, so I'm on the the package, you know, the production side, the the sales side, the marketing side. So it's. Uh, it's uh it's all hands on deck it's funny you bring up the phone book because i'm pretty sure uh that's how john huber at crownhead started just looking up stuff in the when he went over to cao same thing yeah it wasn't look it wasn't even that long ago yeah right that was i moved out to vegas in 90 i moved out to vegas in 97 yeah and i was seven years old (laughs) yeah 96 i moved out to seven years old great i was uh, was 20 23 24 yeah so that was um yeah, ninety six. I moved out to Vegas. Ninety seven. I started working for Fryboy Tobacco. Nice. So yeah, and, and now here I am back. Uh, you know, back in the business and and loving it. Uh, you know, we're seeing. You know, we have we have really good, healthy growth, um, and um, and and great, just great partners. I mean, I can't uh, I can't say enough about you know the the company and then you know the manufacturers that we work with, the cigars that we distribute. It's just it's one big uh, one big team. So. You know, I, I kind of get where you're coming from, being like a young guy in the industry. Like when you're starting, you're getting into the hobby. You know, you're real excited about it. You care. You're, you want to learn everything there is to know about cigars. So me and Gio, we kind of just came up with this wacky idea. Let's start a podcast and start doing media in the cigar industry. And and I mean, right. like, dude, we're real young in the industry. Yeah, one year so later. I, I, I mean, you know. in 25 years, I, I can't even imagine where we'll be, you know, if, if right. we keep I, doing it. You know, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a pretty, it's a very, very interesting niche market as well you know the, i mean sure there's a lot of cigar smokers out there but i also feel like how many are there you know what i mean I, I, it's a growing industry obviously like you, you got guys like us we're younger we try and get like a younger generation of smokers but i mean like how far i mean there's certain companies i, I feel like i've met some of the most important people and and we're kind of just starting you know so i mean it, it's a it's a crazy roller coaster for us over here at the at the pod but yeah, you know it's it's pretty cool though. Yeah, There's yeah, a lot of you cool guys stuff. look. You guys, yeah, you guys are you guys are friends. You you know you you do your thing on the uh, you know professionally and you, you work hard. But you were getting together to talk about cigars and um, you probably you know lots of laughs and and learning things from each other. So then you you turn that into uh, a business. And you know you guys are you know from what I've seen you guys have been you know professional and you you know you're making good things happen. And and look at you know now we're we're able to do this. This is a big step for you guys, even this, um, you know, bring in somebody like myself on to, um, you know, the, who's not in the studio. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's little steps and, and that's just going to keep growing. So when I tell yeah, you, you guys. that this remote interview stuff was such a pain in the ass to figure <laughs> out and just like with our show and how we run our show and, and bringing on, you know, just like what we had to do, it, it's almost, it, it's crazy how much work goes into this. And I don't think people really yeah. realize how hard it is to actually run like a, like a, a show that we do. I feel like every, every week we produce a movie. 
It's an hour and a half right. movie every week. <laughs> right. You know, what it's about is always different. So yeah. make sure you watch yeah. the YouTubes. That's very important. You guys, yeah. uh, every, all our listeners out there, watches, watch on YouTube and subscribe. Yeah. Very so, important. Oliver, one more question here for me. Uh, I've taken the opportunity to talk to someone who's on the manufacturing side, you know, director of operations. What's it like being on that end right now with the current agendas of a lot of states, you know, looking to ban tobacco sales and how many things are going like what are you hearing on your end and obviously we've got you know PCA TAA all the you know various associations lobbying for us and all that but how does it affect the manufacturing side all the way down to you know something like two guys in Massachusetts which is one of the tougher cigar states yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And two guys is on the New Hampshire side. Oh, okay. Um, right. Cause Ma- Massachusetts is, is mm-hmm. very, very tough. In fact, uh, I was just talking to, um, to a friend today who's a, a police officer in Massachusetts and Massachusetts law, you, they are not allowed to smoke or be seen with, uh, a cigar or any tobacco product. So the officers it, or it anybody, the, the officers, That's well, crazy. almost anybody, Yo, we'd be, right? you we would be fired. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. Yeah, we would be fired. We're always smoking, shit canned. Oh yeah, that's that's what I mean. always like, I smoking. To, I travel to all all the other states, and you see, I mean, I see, you know, law enforcement coming in, buying cigars, they're jumping in their cruiser in there, and they're smoking. But for Massachusetts, so you talk about you know states that are tough, and when you look at New England, small states, it's it's a challenge for not only those states but those retailers, and then from the manufacturing side, you know, how can we work with those states? Um, what can we do to make it better? Um, how can, how can we help them? Because it's, it's unfair for like a New York, look, Buffalo, uh, New York got 75%. And then, um, you know, people that are on the border of New York to Pennsylvania, they're driving over the border and they're, they're buying their cigars there. So it doesn't really help the state because they're not getting that tobacco tax that they wanted into the state. People are going out of the state to purchase tobacco for, for consumption. Now, obviously they can't go over the state lines and bring tobacco back to sell, but, um, you know, their residents are going to you know, outside of the, the state, buying tobacco, smoking and consuming it within the, the state that has this high tobacco tax. So it's a battle on all sides. So where, yeah, legislation, PCA is doing a great job. They're, you know, a lot of organizations were, you know, big supporter, um, uh, you know, of them. You know, we, we got a larger booth uh, this year. We, we keep expanding. Your booth last uh, year so was get, real cool. I liked the booth last year. I was there last year. We're going this year. Y- I liked oh, the booth. Yeah, yeah. yeah stop. I loved it. Stop in. I loved it. That The Atabay, uh, the tent. You almost walk into that little tent. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So, so Atabay, so Selected Tobacco, when we first started distributing uh, Selected Tobacco back in uh, 2010, uh, there was just a small side booth of United. Then it was incorporated into the Selected Tobacco booth. But then both sides kind of grew. Our our last year before COVID, 2019, uh, Selected Tobacco, Nelson Alfonso had a 20 by 80 booth. So that's, you know, 20 feet by 80 uh, feet. And then COVID happened. Um, 2021, we were redesigned both sides, uh, selected tobacco and us redesigning the booth. 2022, we had rented a booth because, you know, we weren't in Nelson's booth and he now has a 40 by 50 Damn. booth. We had a, we had a 10 by 40 uh, and we just rented that from the, the, the show just to kind of, you know, get back into the flow as we were designing a new booth. And now this year, Nelson's got a 40 by 50. We have a 20 by 30 
um, totally redesigned. And, um, and it, it's just, it, it's because of the, the, the growth from people, you know, accepting United Cigars as, as a company that's not going anywhere that has a portfolio uh, that's pretty extensive from a you know two dollar cigar all the way up to a seventy five dollar cigar. So that was going to touch on that. Bowl. That United yeah. really <laughs> does have somebody for every single price point. You want that that premium tobacco? It's there. You want that ten dollar cigar to bring to the boys when you're golfing? It's there. You want the pencil cigar? It's there. That thing's what <laughs> two bucks, three bucks. That pen, two bucks, two yeah, bucks. That pencil, that's... that pencil is such a a, a sleeper. Because, you know, you guys smoke at work, you know, so you have that advantage. I smoke at work, so I, I have that advantage. But I got to, you know, I'll, I'll keep a couple in the car sometimes. And, um, you know, just kind of that in between when I need, uh, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I just want to, you know, a little, little cigar. It smokes great. It uh, has a, you know, great flavor. It is a, it's a long cigarillo, so it's, it's just a nice in between. Um, and it, it's great for retailers because that's something if you keep it at the counter, guys will come out of the humidor with their, their cigars. And then they just kind of grab a handful of those cigars because they're like, ah, you know, uh, it's two bucks. They don't even count them sometimes. They'll just grab something and then throw them on the counter. Yeah. And, and you know, they carry them with them. So, um, yeah, and, and also not only price point, but flavor profile, uh, you know, mild to, to full. So we got, uh, yeah, we got something for everybody for sure. Man, I wish we had some of those $2 cigars in New York. Uh, <laughs> I definitely, there. I definitely have them in Nickel City. Yeah. I have to poke around the humidor. Yeah. 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 They're at yeah. Nickel City. They uh, they're they're like right when you first walk into the humidor to the left. Yep, I gotta I yeah. gotta frequent them yeah, more you, often. You gotta you gotta check them out. Check yeah. them out. Just, you know, even if you smoke one, just to just to see what it's all about. No, I smoked it at work the one day. It's uh, it, I yeah. laugh because you know you drive out. It looks like I'm smoking a long joint. It's really funny. That's right? that's the <laughs> issue right there. People probably think we're like if I smoke the little cigarellos once in a while, I'll grab like a. You ever see like the Davidoff packs or like the Villager packs? You know, yep. they're real easy to smoke just quick. If you got to toss them real quick on the fly, you get rid of them real quick. So, yeah, I, I kind of understand that what Gio's talking about. You get a little worried that <laughs> yeah. people are like, oh, dude, look at this dude. He's smoking a fucking joint. <laughs> yeah, but now they're, they're smoking joints all over the place. Yeah. Well, it's Walking legal in New York now. They're just like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy world. You know, the, the war on tobacco it seems to be increasing, but the war on, like, marijuana and actual drugs is decreasing. Like, right. Weird uh, right. That and it, 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 it's weird. Everything's decriminalized. Right. There are right. stations yeah, now in a, New York. What, what were you saying, Caleb? There's like, we talked about it last week. You can literally go buy crack pipes and needles out of yeah. vending machines now. Down in New York City, yeah. Makes it's no crazy. sense. And they were, from what they were saying, they were sold out within <laughs> you know, a, a day or Sur- something. They, surprise they, they no one broke into it. it in yeah. That's crazy. You got the. That freaking, might be the next business. Yeah, right. Because you're right. Yeah. So, kind of going back to like the you know, question, like what are we seeing from the manufacturing side? You know, all the states are different. In fact, Nevada just, I think, it, I think they're waiting for it to be signed, but N- Nevada had a 30% tobacco tax and now they're going to a cap, I think of 50%. So, you, you know, there's good and, and bad, right? So mm-hmm. we see some push, push back from different states where, you know, they're, they're forcing, um, you know, the laws on it and it's hurting the, you know, the t- tobacco company. So we see, we see that from the manufacturing side, although like we went through COVID where it was, um, you know, just a boom in the industry yeah. to even 2021 numbers were still up 20, uh, 2022 from what the, you know, retailers were saying and what, you know, what manufacturers were saying, because, you know, manufacturers, we were trying, we were trying to catch up. 
So we were still producing cigars and bringing them in from the retail side. They were still purchasing their numbers were still, still up from previous years, but it was a little bit of a dip from, um, you know, like the COVID years, but it was still up from where it was before. So I think, I think there's, there's more awareness, um, for, you know, for cigars, there's a, a definitely a more educated, uh, consumer that's hungry and they're searching for, um, you know, information and they're searching for new cigars and, you know, blends and, um, you know, they, they, they want to be involved more. Whereas before it was like, these are the brands you have, like my, you know, my father growing up and, and smoking Cubans, uh, because he was, he was well, still is French, but you know, growing up in France, he still to this day talks about like those old brands. Like he's like, well, isn't this good? I'm like, well, it's different. Like in the States, it's, it's different. It's not those, yeah. those companies. So we've seen a, we've seen a little dip. Um, but you know, it's still, it's still a healthy market because even though that, you know, you know, maybe some of the, uh, purchasing from particular um, shops has gone down. The overall has gone up. So yeah, yeah we're still we're still in, in growth mode. And, um, and and look, we're we're young. Like I said, I even though the company was around and uh, started in 2010, I started in 2016, and then that's where we just you know started you know really really taking off because it's not. I'm not saying it was because of me, but it's just the attention um was was brought to the the brands and the line so it just kind of kept you know kept growing from there yes i mean like touching on that part of it like obviously so nevada it was a 50 cent cap so that's gonna be huge for them like the most tax on a cigar can be 50 cents it's awesome yeah and montana montana idaho they, they just, just passed, did that montana yeah yeah, yeah. right so Damn. so you do see and i think just as human nature we we have a tendency to kind of focus on the negative because it's like, Oh, that's the, that's the bad. Like, so, you know, you have this worry um, and not saying that you're, you know, you're overworked. We have to be conscious of that, but there's also so much positive that is, that's, that has happened um, because retailers were, were kind of fighting back and then they had the support from, you know, different organizations like the, you know, like the PCA. So yeah, um, yeah it's been, it's been positive. Well, we got, uh, I mean, there's legislation right now in New York. <laughs> what, what did they say? A hundred and twenty percent. What the? They're fuck? trying to raise it again. So it's insane. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, it's like crazy. two terrible bills, and then like one pretty good one that like would keep it taxed at I think like seventy five cents or capped at seventy five cents. I don't yeah. remember it off the top of my head, but I'll tell you what: if if seventy five cents is the most tax I pay on a cigar, I'll do cartwheels in the parking lot. Oh, hundred, hundred percent. It's an expensive yeah. hobby. Yeah, especially right. here. And it's, and I understand. Like it's, there's, it's tricky. Right. When you're when you look at tobacco as a whole and if you lump everything together. So I understand what was trying to be accomplished. But then there are some that, you know, in, you know, that that are passing these laws that have no concept of what a premium cigar is. So we're being lumped in with things that are much, you know, much more addictive. I mean, cigars are addictive in the sense that. I was looking forward to sitting down with you guys, you guys tonight because I wanted to wanted to have a cigar, but I wasn't itching for it. I like I my, I could have not smoked a cigar. I would have been fine. <laughs> so the the addiction comes in, you know, getting together and you know having conversation, having a cigar and, and smoking, having a conversation, learning about each other, you know, talking about experiences and and having some laughs. Yeah, community. So, you're not you know, gonna you're not gonna yeah, go out and rob someone to buy cigars <laughs> to get your smoke. Right. No stealing. Right. Yeah. You've never. Look, you guys, you guys are, you know, New York, so you've never left 
a restaurant or a bar to go have a cigar outside and, you know, in December. No, right. To no. just go smoke in the, in the corner. You're yeah. like, Oh, I'm just, I, I need to just light yeah. this up real quick. <laughs> this show exists because of winter. Yeah. Because COVID, me and right? Gio <laughs> used to come into the garage. I turned this into like a, a smoking lounge. So we had a place to go and hang out in the winter. And then me and Gio were go. drunk and fucking stupid and smoking stogies. And we were like, dude, this is the best conversation ever. Let's turn it into a show. <laughs> and Down to Herf was born. And then Down to Herf was born. Yeah, I mean, definitely agree there. Like, you know, for whatever reason, cigars are treated like they're a subsidiary of the Philip Morris family. Like, I don't understand that particular aspect of it, especially when the science is work. But we are seeing a bit of a public relation side of cigars. Now, like, now you go on Twitter, you see athletes smoking cigars at the parade you got joe burrow when he wins the championship you, uh, you know uh guy fieri courtside with the unlit cigar in his mouth the whole damn game like so it's very interesting to see that whereas like you don't see that with cigarettes like right <laughs> because it's not it's not a, you know a cigarette isn't something that you you're like well you, you might light up to, to celebrate but you're lighting it up because the body has a, has a need a cigar is just it's it's more of that comfort, more of that camaraderie, more of that, you know, starting an experience and a, and a conversation. Well, what's amazing it's about a cigar different. is you could smoke a cigar on your worst day just to, to, you know, just get away from things, slow time down. Or you could smoke it with your buddy celebrating the greatest day of your life. There really is no exact reason for smoking a cigar. It could be, like I said, the worst day, the best day. There's always a need for sitting down, having a good conversation, just slowing down time and, and being here and talking and, and, and like like Gio touched on, just being a part of a community. It's just the natural relaxer as well. You just uh, want to chill out and zone out, have a smoke, sit back, relax. Absolutely. There, there are studies that show that it can increase uh, your life expectancy because it does relieve stress. I just think of guys like uh, Winston Churchill and stuff like that. How many cigars a day did he smoke? 10, 11, 12? The guy was a chimney. Yeah, he was <laughs> Yeah, he was up there. Yeah, for, yeah, first thing in the morning, he would light up. Yeah. Anybody well, had a bourbon at the same time. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> first, uh, that's what we're doing here. Morning. You know, a little go. castle and key. You know, cheers, no cheers, shower man. beers for you. I saw that at podcast you were on, so... <laughs> Miller High Life, the champagne of beer. B- busy guy, oh, Oliver. Busy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Always on the move. But uh, got it. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Look, it doesn't. It doesn't stop. Uh, you know, be it from the you know the sales side or the the production side or you know anything. Even right now, um, we, you know, we're we're waiting on some packaging for the the new sizes of of Red Anchor. Um, you know, it's just it, it. Yeah, it's it's constant. Yeah, those Red Anchors were constant. tasty. I remember they, that was that was a really awesome cigar. Yeah. It really was a high rated cigar right yeah. there. It's also f- funny though, too, like uh, how we actually even got put on to United. Like, I mean, you, I'm sure you've heard, like, it started when we smoked the big poppy firecracker, and you know, that particular blend wasn't, you know, my favorite. And you know, we we're talking about it. I don't know, remember who Jerry talked to specifically. But he's like, oh, you got to try all their other stuff. You got, and- you got some fans, man, in, in like new, the New Jersey area. Nick and yeah, Jerry, Nick Jerry, and Big John yeah, Nick, and 
Nick's a great guy. He's a big listener to the show. Honestly, he's he's one of the reasons I started smoking United. So I mean, that he, guy. He's Mister United. Yeah, the, that guy. <laughs> that guy. He's so I think awesome. Nick's more, he might be more united than I am. <laughs> united we smoke. All right. Well, that'll bring up a, another question I had for you. I don't know how much time you have, by the way, but uh, just a question I wanted to get to is if you're not smoking United, what else uh, do you like to smoke if you can say or talk about it? Yeah, I definitely. I mean, definitely talk about it. It's, um, you know, not, you know, sometimes I can't really say that on a regular basis. Uh, there's, there's something that I, I smoke all the time because you know, if you if you think about it, it's it's as much as I might enjoy the portfolio. There's also a sales side of it that you know, if I'm sitting I'm sitting with a, a retailer, um, you know, you kind of have to have to smoke your your product together so you can you can talk about it. But um, you know, I'm a big supporter of uh, Moet Patina. Uh, he puts out some some great product. I, I just smoked a, a Chogui, the the Heartbreaker from the original. Um, which is, I don't know how many years ago now, but, uh, I guess, you know, he's coming, Victor's coming back out with, you know, with the line. Um, heard about that. Uh, yeah. Um, Dapper. Yeah. I, I Cigar like hustler just talked about it. I think yesterday. Yeah. yeah the, the, the new Chogui. Yeah. yeah. It was either yeah. yesterday's episode or, or the, the week, week before or something. Yeah. Like that. They just talked about it. I don't remember which day it was, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Victor, Victor's a great, uh, great guy. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, good product, and you know, like I said, yeah, Patina's Patina's up there, uh, Dapper. I'd say I, I, you know, I stick with a lot of the, you know, the boutique. Yeah, us, us, lines, us it, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, nothing wrong with the legacy brands, obviously, but you know, you got to put the new ones on. Did you get to right. work with EPC for that firecracker? Yeah. What yeah, was that I, like? I, I, we uh, it was it was humbling that we were able to have a firecracker. Not only with you know the, with the Carrillo name on it, but then the pledge. You're talking uh, about the you know, number cigar one cigar of the year. Of the year. Yeah, yeah, that's so that's huge. Was, when <clears throat> when we first approached them about it was you know just in in conversation, um, you know via email, and then I went out. Gosh, now it must be a year. Oh, you know, over over a year and a half ago, uh, and then sat you know sat in his office. Um, a good friend of Nelson Al- Alfonso is Jorge Mikey, who is kind of Ernesto's you know, right-hand man uh, there at the factory too. So that kind of brought us in and uh, you know, Dave's got a long history with, with Ernesto as well uh, from the retail side, but it was, you know, it was, it was pretty surreal sitting like in his office with him, um, you know, sharing, sharing a cigar, uh, talking about, talking about tobacco. I'm just, I'm, I'm listening to him. He's got, you know, I had some ideas and then when he said we could you know we should do the pledge i was uh, i was beside myself i, I was gonna absolutely. say it's got to be I a crazy moment you're like, what, what, you're like yeah, whoa what, what gonna, the, the what pledge the pledge yeah, right. wait what, what? Say, no, okay <laughs> yeah, right, that's what you right. say okay can't, okay can't say no to that <laughs> yeah, not right. at all so now obviously we talk about like you know you get to work with pretty much the godfathers of the industry and how cool that is now Another thing, we don't get to talk to someone that's also involved in the manufacturing side so much yet. You've done, you know, a ton of new product line releases. So what's the average time from concept to being on a shelf that like a typical cigar, whether it's, you know, a United, an Atabay or a Byron takes to come up with? Because that's a fascinating thing for me, like how you even come up with the blending process, what it like getting, you know, the canvas ready. 
Yeah. So, the, so there, it, it depends on the, on the line. Like for, so if we, if we just talk about the United line, this new reblend, um, that was almost two years, about a year and a half plus to, to start it from the beginning to, to the end. Obviously that, you know, we're not talking about the, uh, you know, the seedlings that, you know, that go out to the farm and the tobacco is growing up. We're choosing the tobacco, um, you know, reblending it. Let's try this. Uh, let's, let's increase this percentage, lower this percentage. What would this do as a, as a binder? Um, so that took, and then, and then you start to get into, into the packaging and, you know, that can also take time. So for United, for kind of a, a, I guess a core line, you know, type of cigar, I don't know if it's, you know, for, you know, if if that would be the case for everybody, because there are some manufacturers that work on different blends as, as the days go, go by. And then they like something and they're like, oh, this will be a future cigar. And then they come up with the, the, the name and the, the branding and the look. Um, and then if you go to the far other side of the spectrum, which is Nelson Alfonso, the cigar alone before it even hits market after it's rolled, after it's, you know, the packaging is done, the cigar is aged for five years post roll. So you're talking about, you know, cigar on, on that end that, you know, might be close to, could be close to, in some cases, close to a decade. That's so cool. Wow. That was huge too, so, man. Number right. one on half wheel this year. So I guess was, yeah, it the, the was it the number four? What size was it? The, the four? Three. The three. The number three. three. Yeah, the was Alfonso Añejo. Yeah. yeah. So that's what goes into the high price point of some of those uh, products yeah. right there. The, the aging yeah, you see yeah. premium tobacco. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, look at I mean, look at look at the back shelf. Those are you got a couple. Well, I don't know if they're bottles. Yeah, there's but, bottles. Yeah, at least yeah. the packaging. Yeah, at least the packaging. It's some Taylor. So you got when you think of the aging of of different spirits. Once the the spirit's resting, yeah, there's going to be uh, you know some some costs involved, yeah. and then mm-hmm. depending on the different woods that you're using to you know different barrels that you're using to, to age. I just bought uh, a bottle of I'm, I'm more into tequila now than anything, but um, I just bought a a bottle of uh, of ocho uh, aged in uh, uh, Widow Jane. Barrels. The, the, the combination, the finishing now is crazy. They just finish the stuff and all different kinds of things, and and I, it's unbelievable. Oh, there it is. Yeah, oh, brown it. paper bagging yeah. it. I did. <laughs> Fresh out the liquor store. Hell yeah. yeah. Look yeah, at that, man. Yeah, Ocho. That's yeah. sweet. It's got, yeah, it's got the bag so I can drink it. But no, I saw it was, you know, Asian, Asian, uh, you know, Widow Jane barrels, and uh, yeah, so I wanted to give it a give it a try. I mean, tequila Ocho. I don't know if you guys. No, you know, I never tequila, never saw that tequila. at all. We, we, oh, we've done tequila one tequila Ocho. on the show, and I used to be a big tequila guy, and I stopped drinking tequila because <laughs> I make very, very questionable decisions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now and now it just seems like the, the tequila world is just growing. I mean, you got mezcal and all kinds of crazy stuff that they're coming out with now, all different you know, specialty craft blends of tequilas. Yeah. I mean, you can't even keep up. There's mm-hmm. so much more than Patron and, and 1800 and, oh, and now. And Jose. Yeah, we, we and There's so much more. We talked about oh, it the, a couple segments ago that tequila is uh, gonna take over whiskey on the market for the most sales, and it's coming for vodka next. Coming for the number one spot. Wow! Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. I, tequila for yeah for me that's that's my go to. I've gone away from the the bourbons, and I know this is, you know probably won't go over well with the with the audience, but um, I just shied away from started shying away from the bourbons and the and the scotches, and just started getting heavier into into tequilas, and um, you know really been enjoying uh, you know a lot of them it's uh, you know it, it hurts the budget but 
is what it is. <laughs> oh, you're telling me, man. You, that 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 little collection behind you is, uh, yeah. Yeah, it they, sucks. They went yeah. for free. Yeah, yeah they, a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff. A lot of people don't understand. We don't really get a lot of this stuff for free. A lot of this comes right. out of our pockets, you yeah. know. Sure. Hopefully someday. Yeah, you know. Right. But yeah. <laughs> hey, this is just a hobby for us right now. So right, you need yeah. a bourbon sponsor. Yeah, yeah right. right. Oh, that'd be awesome. I wish. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Any uh, bourbon companies, yeah. if you're listening and you want to sponsor Down to Her podcast, yeah, you know, know, hit our DMs up. <laughs> We're open. Yeah. Right. But I know you're. Uh, yeah. I know you're on a time frame here, man. And I don't. I don't want to keep you all night. I know you're at your your son's baseball game. But, uh, dude, I appreciate yeah, you coming know, no on. Worries. And and dude, me and Gio will be at the show. So I'm gonna make sure that we come and find you. We'll do some tequila yeah, shots. Def- <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, definitely, definitely stop by. We'll. Uh, I know we. You know, you got some. Uh, you got some goodies, but we'll 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 take care of you and load you up with some more. And. Um, you know, at the at the show, I mean, we have a lot of exciting stuff on the on the United side, like the you know new sizes of Red Anchor, uh, the Black Bomb that uh, that I mentioned is coming out. Uh, so you don't have you know you don't have samples of those, and then plus you know you talked about it the the Atabay ten year Diosis. Yeah. Um, you know the extra aging was there, but this was a a ten year aged uh, Atabay, and and if you smoke if you were to smoke those side by side, the the Atabay that's on the market now, and then the ten year next to it. You'd be surprised how how that strength increased, but it's still clean on the palate and smooth. But it's it's a different cigar. I don't get to smoke a lot of Atabay in New York, <laughs> but I can tell you, yeah. <laughs> the ten times I've smoked Atabay, they were all amazing. Yeah, they were all. I oh, mean, they're the, it's yeah. just a fantastic. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's like the it's gonna murder you strength, mm. but I mean, just as far as like smoothness and 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 creaminess and just yeah. how how great that cigar really is. I mean, you're you're talking that's that's a big dog. That's a big dog, and that that's that aging process, and that and that's why I always I always try to stress to people there's a difference between aging a cigar and then putting a cigar through an aging process like Nelson does, right? Like if you have the bottles that you have now, you can't really age them more because they're they're in glass. And yeah, once once they're in glass, they don't age anymore. Yeah, right. So. You could say it's five years old, but nothing's really changed. You haven't, you haven't, you know, changed the environment for it. So what Nelson does, he'll take those cigars after they're rolled. They go into uh, an aging room with five different cedars. He uses Cuban, Spanish, Mexican, Brazilian, and Lebanese. And for that first year, um, you'll bring the humidity down to to forty percent, raising it back up, lowering it. So the cigar is breathing in all the cedar notes, but it's also purging any other impurities. After that first year, when he feels like the cigars have have really finished that that cleansing. He moves them to a secondary humidor and then continues that aging process for the for another four years. And then when you look at the Alfonso line of the Añejo and the Grand Selection, and then the Byron 1850, he started using French oak in the humidors. Oh, so now it takes on that oakiness, and it, it's just it, it's amazing what uh, what he does with cigars. And it really changed. Um, it changed me as a cigar smoker when when I first started with United. That was my first experience with Atabay. I actually celebrated me finishing this lounge with an Atabay, which is actually really wow. funny. Yeah. So like that—that's what really I cool. smoked when I finished when I officially finished this before the show, before all the stuff. When I was like, okay, I'm done, and I feel real good. I got all the TVs up, all the internet's out here, everything. That's what I celebrated with. So it, it actually. That I mean, to me, Atabay is like kind of a special line. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. That's yeah. uh, that's humbling. To you know, be yeah. I, again when I when I started, I mean, you know, Atabay started 
uh, before, but, you know, really just introducing it to, you know, to the country. Um, you know, when I, when I started, it was, um, yeah, it was an uphill grind. I mean, there were, you know, a lot of shops that were just like, well, you know, there are two, two companies that hold that luxury line. Um, and you know, you're, you're not there. I've never heard of it. We don't want it. As I understand, maybe it's not the right time for you and, you know, move on. And then some, if we were able to sit down and smoke it, it changed their mindset, but it was, yeah, it was, it was a grind, but you know, for me, if I can, you know, say it with, you know, respect to everyone in the industry, when you sit down and you smoke an Atabay, you know, I hope that you're able to experience what you were just talking about. It's a different, different experience. So they say it's like drinking a Jack Daniels and drinking an aged, an aged bourbon. The heat's removed, but all that flavor is, is there. So when, when I first started getting like geeky in the cigars, right? I, I, this might, I mean, maybe it will shock you, maybe it won't, but Atabay is one of those cigars that people really say are as close to like an authentic Cuban as you can possibly get in the cigar industry. And and that's what really made me, when I first started getting into cigars, I was like, man, I, I really got to find one of these. And I just so happened to walk into Nickel City Cigars and I was like, what the fuck, man? Here they are. They're right here. <laughs> They're fucking five miles away Sorry. from my house. And it was the only right. place you could get them. So... It was a. Uh, it was pretty amazing, and I was like, "Man, this is super cool." I remember uh, me and my wife had our housewarming. Again, I, this is another milestone celebration. We had our housewarming party, and that's what I smoked. I smoked our at our housewarming. Wow. I smoked the Atabay for the housewarming party too. So it's really funny. I keep finding myself during these big giant like you're gonna need you know one. milestones in my life, and that's what I do. You're gonna need another one real yeah, soon because yeah. you're having your daughter so. in a week and a half. Yeah, I, your my, daughter, yeah. my daughter's coming in a week and a half. Maybe that's how we'll celebrate. Yeah, there you go. You got to keep the tradition. Yeah, right. Yeah, you might <laughs> yeah as well. why not? <laughs> Kaching, hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to New York, yeah, bitch. New York, right? <laughs> you have to get that so, Tommy yeah, baby yeah. Uh, discount. You know. Yeah. So now. Right. I mean, another thing, obviously, it's very cool because you wear a lot of hats with United. So, and you get, it's very fun to talk to you about building a brand because we relate to that. We're building our show up. The first year was just getting ourselves out there, showing we're consistent when we put a good product. You know, how was that process with United, Atabay, Byron, uh, Alfonso, like Red Anchor, Red, all these different lines within a, you know, under one roof. And then obviously, you know, being able to stay true to like the core moneymaker and like these Uniteds that we're smoking right now. Well, I, I think in, in your question, you, you answered it too. It's, uh, it's consistency and, you know, just staying on, on top of, you know, every, every aspect and, you know, look, things can, things can happen We're you know, we're a growing company. We have, you know, we have our, our growing pains where it's like, oh, well, I wish we had, you know, somebody that could spend more time on this or somebody that could do this, but, um, you know, we're growing and we're, we're, we're getting there. So it's, um, yeah, consistency is, is really the, the biggest key to, to anything. And, you know, if you guys stay consistent with what you're offering and you can, you can change things, right. You can grow and adapt, but consistency is, is the key. You know, you want to build your audience and, and your, your listener base, you have to have, you know, either, you know, you're starting on time, you're, you're, you're given the same product um, yeah, every time and, um, and just you know, stay true to your true to yourselves. Well, I think our merger with uh cigar hustler podcast network really helped us out too. you know, uh, just giving us some structure and saying, yeah. Hey, 
this is when I need your episode by. It's coming out on this day. If you don't do it, right. you're breaching, you know, whatever. And, and and just having something like that really keeps us. I mean, it went from like random I, release dates. Yeah, random release dates to like right. okay, we always release on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. you can always find us on Wednesday if you're if you're in, on your commute to work and you want to listen to something cigar related. Exactly, it's always there on Wednesday. You can always find us on Wednesday. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So think of like your local shop if you went. Like, you know, you guys are drinking bourbon tonight, so your your local liquor, liquor store, wherever you buy it, if you went there on a Wednesday and the door was closed and you're like, hey, you know, what the hell's going on? Or then you go on a Thursday and it's, you know, you, you drive by and you're like, holy shit, they're open. It's 10 o'clock. That's really cool. I'll stop by tomorrow. But then you stop by tomorrow, 8 o'clock, they're, you know, they're closed. They're just not consistent. After a while, you're going to find something, a business that you want to go to. And support because you know that after a long day of work, it's six thirty. All right, if I if I head down this street, I'm going to be there by six fifty, and they close at seven because I know they close at seven. They don't close early because they have, they want to get home and you know start cooking. Um, so yeah, it's it's that consistency. So you know, starting your podcast and and then making it into the business that that partnership it it holds you uh, accountable. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you say that and me and Jerry immediately start laughing because we have a situation similar. We won't say what it's about, but there is a place we like to frequent and their schedule is not very uh, consistent. So you yeah. hit the nail on the head right there. And I, on a day-to-day basis, I can relate to that. So I can understand why the general consumer appreciates it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay stay consistent. Give the same product, yeah, but yeah, for sure, yeah, man. We don't want to keep you too much longer. I know you got stuff going on, but dude, oh yeah, yeah I, appreciate no I appreciate you, man. It. I appreciate yeah. you coming on, and I, I, I hope when you're in town in Buffalo next, let's yeah. try and make it work. I know last time, yeah, uh, you know, because of time constraints, it didn't work out. But man, we'd love to have you in the studio, sitting in one of the chairs with us, and 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 you know, sharing a drink. So. Maybe we'll do Absolutely. some tequila. Oh, there we go. I was yeah. gonna Let's say, do I'll some bring tequila. tequila. Yeah, yeah, bring hey, the tequila. Right, there we go. I'm with that. Right. Are you gonna do the Arnold yeah, dip? Sure. What is it? <laughs> the Arnold dip with the tequila? <laughs> no, we don't. I don't. I don't the, think the I can Ar- do that. that was a, that was a submerge. Yeah, he, he like dipped the whole thing, right? That was <laughs> how, thing. how do you do that? No, I don't know. I'll tell you what. Have you seen? You should watch his if you haven't already. His documentary on Netflix is pretty pretty cool. Like he's lived like 10 lives when you think of like when, where he started from and everything that he accomplished. Are we talking like, about pump and iron? No, no, no. Did you watch no, that one? That, that's a, that's a yeah. good one. That's, that's good. the OG, oh, yeah, but that, no, that, I know I've what you're that. talking I've about. I haven't watched it myself. I saw it. Uh, I, I geek out with Arnold, obviously. It's just yeah. Aren't. You got to watch it. So, so with yeah, this, exactly. So you obviously, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just touch on one quick thing. I don't want to keep you, but you knew about the AB 935 bill in California, right? Yeah. They were trying yeah. to do the generational cigar ban. And then yeah. I think back at these videos of like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, I smoke my stogie wherever I want to smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you smoke, you got to get permission, whatever it was. <laughs> but then like, do you think that shit ever would have happened in California if he was still the governor there? When he was there? No. No way, right? Because no. he's, he's a huge There's stogie no guy. Right. No, even, even outside, he, he, in the documentary, you'll see he had a tent outside uh I, mean, uh I forget outside of the capitol somewhere so that he could have a cigar yes. and have meetings out there so people could smoke cigars what a G. um so he was yeah he was a big big supporter but that generational thing that, that's crazy so in fact you know we talked about massachusetts so my friend his father is also law enforcement 
he can smoke because he started prior to 87. Oh, it's grandfathered in? Yeah. It's like What's some, going on yo, with these states? Yo, shit. I love that, though. These states suck. These old heads. Just, these, yeah, you but, wish you could smoke this stogie. But these old... Fucking these, rookie yeah. bitch. These states <laughs> suck. Right. This shit needs the end. This is yeah. terrible. Yeah. Go fight it, for it, your it, cigar it, rights, it people. Yeah. Go fight for your but, rights. It's crazy, man. It really is. Yeah, you have to you have to stay on top of it. In fact, when you're when you're at uh when you guys come by PCA, we'll have a sample bag. But we sponsored the um you know legislative um uh update seminar, which is the uh Saturday morning um on the on the eighth. I'm gonna shut these off. Um sat it's a Saturday morning um at eight AM or, or nine AM. But you know, I say that because then on our our bags, our sample bags, we actually have a QR code that will lead you directly to the PCA site, so that you can you know talk to you know be in direct contact, you know sign what you need to sign because the the industry makes it we the PCA and, and retailers can make it easier for consumers to be aware, but um, you just need you need to need to know how to get there. So we wanted uh, to put that on all of our, all of our bags that we're handing out at the show so that we can bring a, a little more awareness to it, to what they're doing. Dude, I'm looking forward to the show, man. There's a lot of things I'm looking forward to. I get to go this year, not as a retailer, but I get to go as media. I get to yeah, talk yeah. to who I want to talk to. I'm very excited for yeah. it this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's me, gonna, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah me and Jerry will be there. We, we, I'm coming to, I'm coming list. to find you directly though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm there. I'm coming yeah, to see you, you indirectly. We'll, we'll Grab sneak a stick the tequila for me. shooters in or something for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Grab Go a, live, rip one. Grab a stick for me. But yeah, man, uh, yeah. as far as United goes, is there anything you want our audience to know about United? No, if you can uh, listen, just uh, you know, support us. Any pages you want to plug? Live, yeah, buy, smoke, live, United. Uh, if you go to at United Cigars on uh, all social media, on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, we're, we're out there. So, uh, you know, just to support and right now with, uh, with another, another podcaster, but, um, you know, a good friend, Bear Depleus, uh, El Oso Fumar, he started 20 days of United cigars because flag day was yesterday. So it was the birthday That's Trump's of the birthday. American flag and Trump, yeah, Trump's birthday. <laughs> and from, uh, the 14th of June to the 4th of July, it's 20 days. So it's 20 days of United. So if you're posting on social media, use the hashtag 20, the number 20 days of United cigars. And we'll have um, to do that. You know, That's awesome. We'll, we'll be, we'll be a part of it. So Oliver, I got one more little thing to add. What do you think if somebody yes, told you flag day was their favorite holiday? Cause Caleb, Caleb's favorite <laughs> holiday is flag day is what he said the other day. Well, I love it. I love I love America. By the way. Cello- yeah. What love America. So even, you know, like United Cigar Events, one, because it tied in, but two, um, you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, people had a flag outside of their house. So we used to give away flags. And wow. um, I have a friend That's cool. uh, about five, six years ago, uh, a vet gave me a star from a, from a flag. And it was, you know, that uh, something that they uh, would give to friends and family. And, and I held on to it. I never, you know, I, I appreciated it. I thought it was cool. I wanted to, to keep it and, you know, meant something to me, but then we went back and I reached out to the foundation stars for our troops and I contacted them and, and said, well, if we give a donation, um, can, you know, can we just get stars and we're going to put them in every single one of our United cigar boxes. So 
that it's a way to to show appreciation, bring awareness to for not only you know vets and um, uh, you know current military, but uh, first responders as well. So um, you know it's it's a it's an imp- yeah it's an important day that's just kind of you know looked over. And um, if it's your favorite holiday, I mean we should then start let's start a dinner or something. I'll also <laughs> add, I just did like the pocky hot chip challenge. So I was going a little crazy as well, but you know, I, it was not very pleasant. But I was just like, you know what, we got to get these major holidays and dates out. Did you see the clip for it? Because it's yeah. hilarious. Hey man, no. Oh, oh it's not it when you when it's you on go on Instagram, Instagram. It's it's pretty. There's wild. two of them of him just crushing it and him yeah, just he, suddenly. He ate what's considered like one of the hottest chips that you oh, could possibly do. I, the, I saw it, but I had to have I had to have the sound down. <laughs> oh, so I haven't, yeah. I haven't listened to it, but I but I saw it. I saw oh. it's really dark. Yeah, yeah he was outside. outside. He ran outside, outside, started puking all over the garage. <laughs> one, it, it, one it, time. It was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. The things That's we do rough. for content. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah I, but I'm looking forward to you guys yeah, stopping by. Yeah, sure. I honestly didn't know that about United. I mean, I wish you know awesome. we were educated a little bit more on that. That's really cool thing. Like, I wish I would have known that well beforehand. That's actually awesome. You know, especially right yeah. now, like yeah. with, for whatever reason... It's frowned upon, I guess, right now to be proud to be an American, and I don't really understand it too much. But I don't, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't get that. It's very weird considering we are very, very fortunate for the privileges we have in this country. So any business that supports that, I'm all fucking about it. Gio, you might not yeah, like and- you might not like this, but this one goes out to my boy, uh, sixth generation Texan, America. Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great one. Um, yeah, look, there was there was a big push that the American flag was racist, and you know, so then people didn't want to have the flag out in the yard or on their house. But you know, my and I don't like getting into politics. And if you support, like, whatever side you support, I just my the first thing I always say is like, you have to understand that all sides are crazy. They're doing what they want to do to benefit them more than they are for the for for us for the people. So that flag represents our freedom to say and voice what we want but it's also there because there are men and women that have have fought for it and stood you know stood ground for it so that we can have a country like this there is no even look watch that documentary you'll see arnold said it's the greatest country in the world oh you can't where else can you do this well i mean it's just immigrants have a much different view of america than natural born citizens at this time for the generation to generation comparison it's very like uh, I mean, so me being, you know, Hispanic, I, you know, obviously I have family members that, you know, came straight from Puerto Rico. And even though it's part of the U.S., it's kind of like a stepchild because it's a commonwealth. So you see the difference just that. I can only right. imagine what, you know, how it is someone coming from, you know, a war-torn country, like somewhere in, you know, like the Sudan or something of that nature. Serbia. Like, All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just yeah. different day-to-day life. and. You go from being told what you can and can't do or worrying about, you know, some rebel military group burning down your house to, oh, I can just go walk down the street and go get McDonald's. Or, or how about, <laughs> how about Venezuela? Like, yeah. You build, you, right. You build, you build your life for your family and you have a beautiful home and, you know, good business. And all of a sudden that's just taken from you, like yeah. gone and you have to start all over. So yeah, I, it, look, I, I, I love what it, um, I, 
I love the way the, the flag looks. Um, I love what it represents. And I just don't agree with everything the, the government does. And we're, we're young. When you look at it, we're a young country. Right. Yeah, so we're still so working out kinks, but we're, you know, every, you know, families and uh, kingdoms and countries were formed on everything that we did wrong as well. Yeah. Right. There's nobody, nobody out there is innocent. Absolutely. And what's funny is like, obviously we're going on an America rabbit <laughs> hole here, but uh, like <laughs> no country has had progress faster than the United States of America. Like, because we can rapidly go through change through legislation, like it, try what it, 17th century England having any form of civil unrest, see how that goes. Like, right. It, it right. wouldn't. And it's really cool to see that, you know, we are able to have the progress we have, and people are naive to that. Amen. Yeah. Mer- America. Fuck America. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Oliver, with that being said, I hope your son, uh, I hope his team's winning, and I hope he hits a dinger tonight for you and for the Down to Earth podcast as well. Tell him we are rooting for him. Amen. Make, make, <laughs> wish, make a wish right there. Yeah. Hit Hopefully the Babe Ruth, you know, through. going deep All signal. Right. <laughs> yeah there you go all right but oliver all right, thanks for joining well, man and uh yeah. dude i look forward to seeing you at pca and and uh god bless and uh live united smoke united and Amen 20 days of united uh use that hashtag and out there people 20 days of united cigars there you go perfect all right we'll see you guys we'll see you guys in vegas all right see, see you oliver, oliver. See you, oliver. Right. take care see you guys What a legend. That was that, awesome. That guy's awesome. That was yeah. cool. That guy's really, really cool. Yeah. There was just so many good questions. I would like, you could talk for another two hours easily. 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 I like, mean, you're, you're, you're talking about a guy who, in, dude, he's done it all. And in, in okay. person interview, sorry to cut you off. In person interview with Oliver, uh, I, one I'm looking forward to. Hopefully we can make it happen in the future. He would be a pleasure to have in studio. Absolutely. And like, sorry if I got long winded audience here, like there was just a lot of really good questions that I was thinking of. And knowing this guy's role, like everything from branding to manufacture to blending, you don't really get that too often in one person. Like, you know, it's really cool because usually we get like a sales rep who knows the new product, can tell you the basics of it. This guy could tell you what it was like picking the tobacco that went in that product. So Obviously, you know, people want us to review the cigar, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the burn on that. What is this? Is this an $11, $12 dollars retail. $8 wow. retail. This thing is 8 bucks. Yeah. Look at look at the burn. Look at the burn. We all got about the same burn. Yeah. What do you guys, I had to, I had to do, do some touching up, but I talked way too goddamn uh, much. So I wanted to do a little... Um, I guess someone got on us about our uh, tasting notes and stuff like that. They waited till the very yeah, end. Yeah, I shouted them out. You didn't hear me say oh, it? Oh, I, mm-hmm. I heard that. I just wanted to say, sometimes we save our reviews for the end, but um, I'll just say some notes I had going through it, a little about halfway done. Uh, very creamy, very nice and easy. I did say that right in the beginning off the rip, but I'm getting a little bit of very light pepper. Um, I, I don't want to say I'm picking up like peanut butter taste, but it's giving me like peanut buttery vibes uh, and getting a bit of like sandalwood and beach smells. So a little bit of like sea salt. Some okay. sand. It's like it's yeah. just easy going. It's easy breezy. That's what. That's all I'm saying. And um, very nice. The room smells good in here. Um, it's pairing very nicely with the whiskey as well. And I'll let Gio go. And I got one more thing. 
I want to touch upon the whiskey before I plug my laptop into charge. Sure, I think we should actually <laughs> give this whiskey the respect it deserves since there's a quarter of the bottle left. Yeah, and this thing's oh, good. it's good. I, dude, I fucking out. told you guys, dude. I fucking crushed this bottle by myself. <laughs> All right. And this thing was amazing. Now, I'm going to get on this cigar review thing, so we're going to have a Geo rant at the moment. Mm. Like, it's it's coming here. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go right. just... Come on, Big Tex. Give it to me. I'm Take just, your time. Give it to me with both barrels. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go uh, plug this in real quick so I have it juiced up for the afterherf, <laughs> but um, I'll let Geo do his thing, and I'll get right back to... We'll go... I got a little thing to add about the castle and key uh, weedy that we're drinking. Let's right. go. Guys, anyone who's watching on YouTube, we have said this time and time again. We are not the most advanced palate people here. Oliver, this dude smokes more cigars in probably a two-day period than me and Jerry smoke in a week. Like, one, cut us some slack here. We're doing this for the average person who's new to it here and speaking to a general population. If you are a seasoned cigar smoker, our reviews may not be quite what you think. Now, if you want me to read it off here, I got the card from United here, what our tasting notes are here. A well-balanced cigar with rich, earthy, leathery notes, wood grain, and notes are prominent with rich baking spice and a lingering flavor profile. Now, all right, that's United. They know what they're doing here. I don't fucking know what that is or how to identify that. (laughs) I'm going to tell you if it's good and what I can taste and smell. Caleb went just into sandalwood like he was at fucking Yankee Candle. Dude, should I uh, hashtag his his username in the in the title? I mean, whatever, <laughs> man. Like, but like, dude, come on. Like, if you're going to watch our reviews, like, do I have to say? Remember here, where this isn't for advanced palates. Like, take the stick out your ass. Well, also to note, you can't like give a cigar review halfway through. You you give your review at the end, so like, that's why the reviews at the end. We do the grading at the end. You can't grade a cigar at the beginning of the show or the middle of the show. You got to wait till the end. Yeah, and excuse me, we I, do talk about it. Yeah, throughout the show, it's just funny to me that we had to even address this. <laughs> but well, I guess we didn't have to. But I'm just saying, if you're expecting no, naturally, like yeah. you know, I want to take our audience into account. But like sometimes you you guys are just coming off as uneducated no 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 don't speak to this general audience okay (laughs) sorry this is one person all right one person who was having such a bad day that they had to listen to our show and and they were like it was like american idol they were like they were like simon cowell they had to fucking find something to pick apart they were like oh these guys swear too much and to you i say fuck well, also, like, guys, hey, fuck, this cigar is really good. It's not just a this sh- cigar is so fucking good. It's also just not a show where the whole hour and 30 minutes we talk about the cigar, how it lit, how it smoked. We don't talk about it's not just the cigar review show. It's a we hit hot topics. We got cigar whiskey news. Um, we do patrol gone wild. We have just other interesting segments. It's not just like we talk about the cigar for an hour and a half. There's other things to the show. Um, I, I, if you're new, if you see the title on YouTube and you're interested, just know we give the grades at the end. The uh, whole rest of the show is going to be some fun things for you. And yes, we do cuss because we like to cuss. And we are the wild side of cigars, as it says in our Instagram profile. Yeah. just want to make that clear. Like, first off, like I said, this is a... Why are we even giving this guy the time of day? Because I'm sure... 
he's not the only person that thought this or is like, you know, he just had the time to type it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's more like a public service announcement that we're yeah. putting out right now. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, this is all I got to say on the topic. Hey, buddy. Are you getting guests like Oliver on your podcast? Or or oh, or oh. or come back, watch our new episodes now that you might get the layout of the show and what we do. Uh, give us another chance. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to lose a viewer or a subscriber. No, I, no, I get that. No, we're not. Yeah. God damn it, we're not. Well, I'm just saying, give us, you know, now that you, you guys know the layout of the show, um, it's introduction, guys. whiskey, cigar, topic. Uh, we got news, Patrol Gone Wild, cigar review is at the end. Guys, we'll just Tarantino it and put the end at the beginning. It'll be the most creative editing, and Jerry <laughs> will have another three hours of editing to do. You know yeah, what? just what I love. I love editing for fucking four hours. I, it's my favorite thing to do, Tex. It's going to be like Pulp Fiction. Before we even introduce the cigar, rating right away. Just yeah, rating yeah. right at the beginning. So we do our intros like, hey, Caleb, hey, Gio, hey, Jerry, what's up? Cigar review, 91 It was the in 87. 87. <laughs> so, it, it, would go great with a, it would go great with a coffee. So you don't even need to watch the whole show. Just here we go, 87 off the bat. All right. Listen, All right. Caleb. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, to the whiskey. So uh, again, we're doing, drinking the Castle and Key, uh, Batch 2, 2022, Weeded Bourbon. Um, I was introducing it right before we got Oliver on the show. Uh, I just wanted to get to the mash bill. So we got uh, it's 73% white corn, 10% white wheat, 17% malted barley. Um, and also the price is around 60 bucks. I don't know what it is in New York. I got that's it for 54 Oh, that's a good price. Then. So yeah, you got dude. it lower so than suggested retail. What do you think of it, honestly? What do you think of this whiskey? Dude, it goes down so easy. Very little burn at all. Um, there's no Kentucky hug. I'm just going right through it. What do you think of it, Gio? Okay, some people don't like weeded. I love weeded personally. Me but too. Yeah. It is not your typical weeded. That's how I would describe it. Like, okay. it wouldn't. It doesn't have. It's smooth. It, like you just you get that little taste of like first alcohol burn and. After that, it's just a very, very pleasant experience once those taste buds are numbed. It's like a sweet syrup taste. Uh, syrupy. It's kind of a little thick, a little viscous, especially when, oh, spilled a little. When you give it a little uh, swirl, it's, it's a sweet syrup. A uh, nice, a dark, golden, amberish color. Just, it's pleasant. Yeah, this color, it looks like the fucking thing that they had the mosquito in Jurassic Park. Yeah, this, yeah there you go. This whiskey is the titties it's fucking good listen i would fuck with this all the fucking time where's that this is the mug. best fucking whiskey no i'm just fucking <laughs> i'm fucking kidding listen this is fantastic i i literally could caleb i know you and i could do damage on a bottle i well, i've had like i'm um, on my third pour yeah me too it's it's very good but uh caleb you got some news for us right bud i in fact do all right here we go all right we're at the news with caleb our first news of the day is olivia cigars is debuting a 300 dollars perfecto with golden covering and they are debuting this at pca in july um so how do you guys feel about a 300 dollars cigar 
<laughs> well, I knew that. I knew that response was coming. Yo. <laughs> yo, listen. Yo, Gio, that was like right on point, dude. Timing. Oh, man. Timing is everything in the business. Timing is everything. Yo, I'm not shitting on Olivia, but dude. Come on, man. 300 bucks, Dude, you could just skip the gold, and what is it actually worth? <laughs> Olivia does put out uh, generally good products. I, do, I love Olivia I, products. Yeah. There's one. But I could do without the gold. There's one that I've smoked. Um, I do want to review it on the show for you guys. I bought it at Adam's shop. I do want to do it with you guys. Uh, we'll do it for a future episode. But um, So we have this gold leaf <laughs> um, on the box. They're in... It's very limited. It's boxes of 10 with only 300 boxes, and only 200 are going to the United States. Um, it's gold leaf on the wrapper. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've all seen gold leaf. We, what did we? Didn't we have a. a we got the gold leaf on the Cavalier. Genevieve, I'm going to go talk to uh, you Olivia. Gotta, yeah, you got to stop by the booth. And <laughs> my guess is this, okay? This is my prediction, okay? And, and somebody take a note on this, okay? This is my prediction. This is it's going to June fifteenth. It's going to be in a case, and there's just going to be the one box, okay? And well, no one will be able to try it. The only there'll, there'll only be one person, maybe that gets an opportunity to smoke it. You know, and it's going to be get, in a box. You know who's going to get that? Like, that's going to be a get. Like, whoever the top guy at Olivia is is going to give that to like. His friends at Fuente and fucking Padron and all that. There'll be like four of those handed out. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. So like, I, I don't foresee anybody in this room trying the cigar. But hey, listen, you want to dip your cigar in gold and smoke it? Go for it. Now, what? watch. Like, there, there's going to be like samples that they have for like. No we're gonna... fucking way. <laughs> yeah. No fucking listen, way. Listen, if, if they gave it to us, I will have to like somehow retract that fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? All right, so this, so this cigar is an homage to the 1920s, so over 100 years ago, to the uh, golden age of, you know, America cigars, uh, not to the free spending days, the roaring 20s. Um, you are getting a 6-inch cigar with a 60-inch ring gauge uh, produced in Nicaragua, um, and the wrapper is from Ecuador as well. So, I, I mean, the gold foil, is, I, we'll, I guess maybe someone will see if this was... Worth the $300. I think it is actually uh, one of the most expensive smokes on the market. Uh, well, and the priciest cigar from Olivia to date. Yeah. I'm, the most expensive, I believe, is like the Davidoff Oro Blanco. That's like a reg production. It's 500 Saka's got the Unicorn, which is a hundo. And um, I feel like there's some Fuentes that are up there in price. Yeah, there yeah, is. Like, there is. I, Dude, I'm going full on. I'm going full on drank mode. Oh boy. It is what it is. Now I'm gonna make for a real funny after her. I am not shitting on Olivia's craft. No. They're, no, they're no. amazing. Great. The Melanio. No, 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 no. no. It, you the Melani- to- Ma- Melanio? Not Melanio. Yeah. yeah. The Melanio. Fantastic. If it's a great you can make that an everyday smoke. For you know, if you're not in New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not New York smoker. Yes. Live every day. Yeah. The problem is I have a very, very hard time telling the average person, because this is who the show is for, that anything is worth $300. You could go buy half a PS5. Yeah. They're like half a PS5? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so a PS2 and a half? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. There you go. Half yeah. of... Yeah, there you go. 
But yeah, that's uh that's our number one story for the news segment. And up next, this was something Geo sent to me this morning. So this is out of Half Wheel. Um, America's largest cigar re- retailers are preparing to stop shipments to Hawaii next month. I think this is absolutely crazy. It's big news. When Geo sent me this, I was like, scratch whatever topic I had. We're talking about this. So uh, Geo, you want to get into this? So yeah, actually, we had a user submission uh, for this, which I love it. Uh, cigar was it Cigar Revelation that sent us? We reposted him. I want to make sure and give him the right proper credit. Really Absolutely, quick. yo, that guy's awesome too, man. He really knows his shit. Yeah, so it's Cigar Revelation, and we've talked to him a, f- a couple times. Like I think during uh, some threads on our Pravada stuff, and it was really good conversation. So we love this stuff. I hope I we get more listeners li- and people like that. So and submissions because. It makes our job easier because we can talk about stuff that's in, you know. Go follow this guy, too. Yeah. Go follow him. I think we already do. No, no, no I said. No, no, oh. no. Go follow him. Oh, okay. The guy's awesome. <laughs> yes. And so, like, Cigars International, JR Cigars, all these major companies, because of the way the taxes are written right now, can't ship to Hawaii or they're getting, like, a $10,000 fine. Whoa. Yeah. It's actually... um. It's going to be a class C felony if any shipment is valued at ten grand or more. So you can't send a shipment to Hawaii. Um, if you're sending to a store or someone buying in bulk, they're going to be spending over ten grand on multiple boxes, cases of cigars. I mean, you got to so, think that's an island. So like, you're you're not buying fucking. Oh, let me get two yeah. boxes. No, no, no. It's like let me get your portfolio and then we'll see how it does. So this is actually it's called SB nine seventy five out of Hawaii, and this will go uh, in effect on July first. It is too too crazy. And uh, Geo mentioned JR Cigars and Cigars International. Uh, they're gonna halt shipping, which is gonna obviously other cigar companies are gonna stop shipping there as well. Because if these two are already saying it, it's gonna just cause a chain reaction well from my understanding they're two of the biggest retailers like online as well and like first off hawaii is one of those states that almost everything is imported via shipping or airship has to be so now what exactly are they penalizing are they talking cigarettes cigars or like because originally it was talking about it was targeting vaping but it Mm. seems like it's broadening out to all tobacco are we Help me understand a little bit more of it because I didn't get to read too much into the bill itself. So, like Geo said, it, it it originally it is meant to cut down on youth vaping. Um, if you guys know anything about Hawaii, Hawaii is a very liberal state, kind of it's a blue state like New York, California, Chicago, Massachusetts, all all states and stuff that we talked about that have anti tobacco bills. So uh, they're using it, I guess. I'm going to say under the guise of stopping youth uh, vaping, uh, youth tobacco because. If you're under 21, 18, you're not really looking at cigars. That's not in your wheelhouse at all. Um, that's what they say it is. Um, it, it just says crack down a youth vaping. That's about it. And uh, all these cigar companies, they're not willing to take the risk. Like, why do it for a Class C felony for just shipping cigars uh, to fulfill brick-and-mortar store orders? Well, It's not worth it. So here's the thing. A Class C felony for... My understanding, I don't know Hawaii state law, but I believe that's actually like extraditable too. So yeah, like you're, it doesn't make sense on that level. Now, if you're going after you know jewel hide, okay, fine. We we know that those things have some very catastrophic effects on long term health, especially in youth. It just seems like typical government rushing and not clarifying. Like 
you know, I know there's cigar smokers in Hawaii. Yeah. There are specific Dude. blends that are limited only to Hawaii. Can I ask you a question? Huh? Do you feel like Hawaii, like Hawaii's population is really supported by the people who live there? The residents? No. No. It's tourism. What are you going to Hawaii to do? Nice beaches, vacation, to eat, to smoke cigars, sit on their beaches, Sm- and just enjoy the, the, the islands. Smoking a cigar on a Hawaiian beach would be primo. Not going to lie. It'd be awesome. Top yeah. 10. Top 10. Premium price. Premium charge against you well, as well. You, you already know you're going to be in Hawaii, so the price you pay for a cigar is going to be like what we pay for cigars in New York. Um, this is also going to affect STG, who own who owns Cigars International and Thompson Cigars as well. Um, it says uh, pipesandcigars.com is also going to be affected by this, and Casa de Monte Cristo as well. Um, there also was a ban in mail order cigars in South Dakota as well uh, last year. So they're another state that sort of has a ban on mail and cigars like this. So uh, not very good. I'm not a big fan of this. I'm sure neither are any of our listeners of the show. No, kind of sucks. No, not at all. All right. So the last story I want to get to in uh, the news segment today is we got Greg Metz uh, coming to Buffalo uh, next week. That's pretty exciting stuff. If you're a fan of uh, MGP products, anything that Greg Metz puts out with Old Elk, as you guys know, we're a fan of the show. Had it on several times, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. I, I know a little something about what's to come, but who knows? Things fall through, so I'm looking forward to it. Our audience should be looking forward to it. Uh, if things work out the way they're supposed to, wink, wink. Uh, yeah, wink, wink, hint, hint. Uh, now, guys, just so you know, obviously, this will be the weekend this episode airs, so. The Wednesday this comes out, we're talking about that weekend. Mm-hmm. So keep your peepers peeled. What? Something might be in the works. Perfect. That was just an odd phrasing, but okay, I'll allow it. <laughs> what you know about those jeepers creepers? Those, where'd you get those peepers? Those peepers. I just yeah, I thought it was big news. Uh, for any of you guys interested in the bourbon whiskey game, uh, if you're in the Buffalo area, you're a listener, fan of the show. Uh, you like drinking Old Elk. You've had some Old Elk experiences with BBE, BBE or any of your other local liquor stores. Uh, be on the lookout for Greg Metz in town. I know he's doing a tasting event. If you're lucky enough to get tickets, which costs uh, mucho dinero, maybe you're, you'll have a chance to meet him as well, but uh, I'm not going to promote anything. But, um, you know, we got to get into that as well. But just want to let you guys know, we do have a master distillery coming to town. Very exciting stuff. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Caleb, we had a great interview today. Yeah. We got some cigar news, some whiskey news. Uh, I think it's that time. We get into oh, our we cigar do, review. Or are we doing Patrol Gone Wild? No Patrol Gone Wild? No, we're not going to do it. Not enough time. Not enough what time What we're going to do is we're going to do it on the Afterherf today. We can do that. We could do that. So we're going to do our cigar review uh, just because of time. It's kind of a long show. Oh, yeah. Let me just... Uh, I'm doing the quick tally right now. That's fine. I can start. Yeah. Uh, the United Natural. Uh, really, really like this cigar. The appearance, I gave it an 8. I love the American band on it. Uh, I like what the cigar represents. Um, obviously, having Oliver on the show to help you know, talk about the company and, and what they represent and how they support brick and mortar... 
really, really awesome stuff. Um, make sure you guys are following them and make sure you guys are supporting United. But uh, the appearance, I gave it an 8. The burn, I gave it a 9.5. I mean, still have not touched this thing up. I mean, this thing is as perfect of a burn as you can get for, what did you say, an $8 cigar? $8 MSRP. $8. I gave it a 9.5. The construction, I gave it an 8.5. The thing, no cracks, no issues. Uh, the draw, I gave it an 8.5. Really, really like the draw. Overall enjoyment, I gave it a 9. Bringing me to a 43.5. Double it up. 87. This cigar is really, really awesome. Eight, eight fucking dollars, dude. How can you beat that? You really can't beat that. So, some tasting notes. Since it was uh, requested, we do some tasting notes. Because I am an expert in the palate industry. You are. I am an expert. In the beginning of the cigar, this thing is an absolute pepper bomb. I don't know if you guys got that, but the first third, very peppery. Mild, it, it, it mellows out towards the middle. Again, creamy. Would go great with a coffee. Um, or a chocolate bar. Or a chocolate bar. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thing really mellows out. Um, really, really awesome, awesome cigar. Uh, dude, it's eight bucks. Eight dollars. How do you beat that? Listen, at that price point... Uh, 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 you get a fucking full-size cigar for 8 bucks, And then, on top of it, it's a fucking banger. 87 That's nothing to fucking, you know, to bat an eye at. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, this thing's fucking great. Uh, very creamy cigar. Really, really liked it. The uh, the strength? I don't know if it's the, the four pours of whiskey I had, but, I mean, this thing's got a little bit of strength. I mean, I would say it's medium to full. Yeah, um... um Really, really liked it. Uh, definitely would smoke it again. And at that price point, I mean, fuck, man. Every this, day this, might, this might be something I'm going to find myself going back to a little more. So who wants to take over from here? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Huh? Or do you want to go, Caleb? I'm ready, too. Um, oh, okay. You guys rock, paper, scissors? Should we rock, paper, Caleb, scissors? Caleb, you can go All first. All right, I'll go. <laughs> All right, so appearance, I gave an eight. I uh, like the band. It's America all the way. You got your red, white, and blue. You got your stars. Uh, gave an eight. Uh, burn. I did give it an eight and a half. I had a little tough time keeping this thing lit and getting started at the beginning. I don't know what it was. Maybe it could have been that I went with a V cut. So getting an eight point five for the burn. Construction nine. Um, ash really held up to get this thing out. You really had to ash it down to you know stop it. If you wouldn't have ashed it, the ash would have held up the whole way through the whole cigar. I bet. Uh, draw. Like I said, I went a V cut. Probably should have went straight with this size. Uh, gave it eight and a half as well. That is my error. Um, enjoyment. Uh, we smoked this thing with Oliver. Gave it a nine on the show. My overall score, 86. Um, I already touched on the taste notes. Creamy. Um, I would say medium cigar. Didn't really have that full effect. Uh, pretty light. Easy to smoke. Uh, just a all around great smoke. $8 thick. This is an everyday smoker. All right. I'll get into mine here. Appearance. I gave it an eight. well i mean that pretty much sums it up yeah you got the shield looks like a old school captain america type thing uh the box i mean knowing that they have you know retired flag stars in it that think that's awesome you know definitely gonna give you that little patriotic feel 
Uh, that's gives me, so I said an eight on appearance. Burn, I gave this thing an eight. I gave it a bit of a curb because I talked a lot this episode. Uh, if this were a normal episode where, like, I didn't really talk so much and had to light it, might have been a little bit lower, but this definitely is on me, so I don't want the listeners to be deterred by that when they see me lighting stuff up 50 times in the goddamn episode. Uh, draw nine straight cut perfect big smoky motherfucker had to stress that for our boy <laughs> big smoky cigar yeah. thank god we got that new fucking filter huh yeah right oh we didn't even talk about that we'll get Is to that here? in a second yeah up top above the fridge buddy oh shit yeah enjoyment <laughs> or not oh sorry draw i gave that a nine like i said smoke fantastic got those nice clouds Enjoyment, I gave it a 9.5. I mean, very, very, you know, fun episode. Got to talk to a lot of the guy, you know, the guy behind the curtain, if you will. And all the info behind it, the heart and soul that went into the brand. It's what cigar smoking is all about. You hear the individual story behind each stick and knowing what went into it. It's just pretty cool to me that, you know, the process alone for an $8 stick is two years of work. And that's awesome to me. Now, that brought my total score to a 42.5, giving me an 85 overall. And while Caleb's tallying the score... I'm going to do the tally. I got it. 86. Yeah, 86. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's math. It's math. (laughs) I'm good at math. (laughs) Woo! Yeah. 87, 86, 85. You just go to the middle number. It's the mean. It's the mean. It's the mean. Who's that sound like? Who's that sound like, dude? We had this discussion at work the other day about. We were trying to remember algebra. What is a uh, uh, median mode, mean, mean. and range? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now, all right, you brought it up, so just want to give a uh, quick shout out, Rabbit Air. You guys sent us a filter to help out with the smoke in the lounge, and it clearly made a fucking massive difference because these things were smoking like crazy and. My eyes not watering at all like it does at the end of a two-hour episode. Oh, not smoky in here at all. Like, that filter makes a difference. This is the Rabbit Air A3. Make sure you guys check it out. Make your home lounge. Fucking love it. You won't have the fucking smoke eating your whole room. Get it in that black color. It looks really good up there. Didn't even notice it above the black fridge and a black shelf. That being said, Caleb, any closing notes to the episode? All right, guys, just make sure you hit up all our links. You got to follow us on the Instagram, the Facebook, the TikTok. Follow us all around. Um, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Grower Gang. We're growing. We're getting there. Keep subscribing, guys. And uh, audio-only listeners, make sure you find us on a Cigar Hustlers podcast network. That's where you'll find the audio episodes of this. Um, But other than that, just keep following, keep the comments, keep the likes up. We'd love to see it. That being said, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Peace. The Down to Herf Podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.